Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, November 8th, 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Sia, Meek Mills, Mariah Carey, Tyrese, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. 85 million adults in America has high blood pressure and are at risk of having a stroke or heart attack. You may not feel symptoms, but the results from uncontrolled blood pressure are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to LowerYourHBP.org, brought to you by the Ad Council and its High Blood Pressure Awareness Partners. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo, and I love the fact that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. Fifteen million children struggle with hunger in America. However, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is able to help provide over three billion meals to children and families in need all across the country. Join me in the fight against hunger at FeedingAmerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way I get a, you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories today, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656. Five, six, and press the number one. Also, if you'd like to follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, just go to That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S T I L E T T O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in, in the NY is a cloudy 48 degrees. Uh, before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's listening on the phone lines and through the computer. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, also, make sure you like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash thatsentertainment.radio. Uh, how is everybody doing today? Uh, it's been a while. Um, this week we're going to be talking about uh, singer Sia. Apparently, uh, 
somebody is blackmailing her on uh, social media with the nude photos, but she beat them at their game. So I'll tell you what how she did it. Also, uh, Mariah Carey is being sued by her former security team. I'll tell you why. Also this week we're going to be talking about uh, Tyrese. Uh, everybody's calling him Cry Reese now. Uh, last week he had uh, put that uh, video on social media about the situation with his daughter Shayla. And but this week um, he's caught in a lie, and it's involving his two friends, two famous friends, Will and Jada Pickett Smith. I'll tell you about that. And uh, Meek Mills is going to prison. Apparently, he uh, violated his probation. And also, uh, Lin-Manuel is bringing Hamilton back, uh, but this time he's bringing it to the island of Puerto Rico, and yes, he is reprising his role. So, uh, lots to talk about. Uh, Also, I wanted to let people know uh, we... We're supposed to have uh, the gorgeous actress Camille High. She was supposed to be on our show about two weeks ago. It was a Friday show, and we had some unfortunate technical difficulties. Uh, this makes the second time we weren't able to talk with her on the show. Uh, the first time there was a schedule uh, mishap. Uh, there was a change in her schedule, so we couldn't do the interview then. And then when we re- postponed the interview, uh, apparently, uh, Block Talk Radio just was not functioning uh, at all. So, unfortunately, we have to. I had to call her publicist and tell her that uh, due to the circumstances, we wasn't able to do the show. And I feel bad because this made the second time we had to reschedule it. So, anyway, um, last week uh, we did. I did a rebroadcast show. I interviewed. Uh, Harry Lennox, you know him from the hit NBC crime drama, The Blacklist. I hope you guys was able was able to enjoy that rebroadcast show that was a week ago. Well, uh, this week uh, we got a new show, and again, lots to talk about. Uh, but first. Um, I also want to tell you guys, uh, if you can't catch the show live, you can always check us out by going to the archives. We are currently on iTunes. You can check the archives from there uh, for free. You can also go to uh, Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. You can also catch the show on that website. It has like over 80,000, 90,000, probably almost 100,000 uh, radio shows and podcasts. And all you have to do is just type in That's Entertainment Online Radio in the search box and just click on the uh, archive show if you can't catch it live. But without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. All right. Well, Sia has gone pro- proactive after someone allegedly tried to sell her naked photos. The chandelier singer posted one of the photos on Twitter Monday night, a shot from behind that showed her fully nude. And she said, she, this is what she tweeted, um, she said, save your money, here it is for free, every day is Christmas. 
This is what the 41-year-old singer tweeted. The Australian singer, best known for her oversized, multicolor wigs, routinely hide in public and even on stage. It's unclear where the new photos originated, but appears to be a paparazzi photo. Uh, in September, French magazine Closer and its executives were ordered to pay more than $200,000 after being sued for invasion of privacy for publishing topless photos of Kate Middleton. So Sia beat them at the, their own game. In other words, she said, if you're going to go ahead and blackmail me and put photos of me in the new, guess what, I'm going to put them out there and tell my fans, here I am, in the buff, how you like it. You know. That was that was smart. That that's how you beat the 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 trolls, the social media trolls, the the gossip. If you are uh, allegedly uh, doing something wrong and you want to, you know, make it known that's not true, put it out there first. Beat the paparazzi and the blogs at their own game. Meek Mills was sentenced to two to four years in prison Monday after he violated his probation. The 30-year-old rapper, who was already under probation for a drug and weapon case, was arrested twice this year. In March, he was arrested in St. Louis and charged with a misdemeanor assault for an altercation with two airport employees. In August, the rapper, whose real name is Robert Remeek William, was charged with reckless endangerment for illegally riding his dirt bike in Inwood. He took a plea deal, and the case will be dismissed after six months of good behavior and 30 hours of community service. Mill was originally arrested in 2008 and convicted of drug dealing and gun possession. He spent eight months in prison. In a statement, Jay-Z, who runs Rock Nation, the management company that Mill is signed with, called the sentence unjust and heavy-handed. And Jay-Z is not the only one. A lot of his fans have come out and spoke on social media saying that the sentences was unfair because he violated his probation. So, but uh, he was warned several times, and now they're saying that the uh, the judge uh, had her part in it, saying that she was trying to give him a chance, she tried to give him a break, but uh, apparently he didn't take it seriously, and this is what's happening. Uh, I know Nicki Minaj is glad she dodged that bullet. The head of Mariah Carey's former security company is threatening to sue her over claims she constantly humiliated him by referring to him as a Nazi, a skinhead, a KKK member, and a white supremacist. According to TMZ, Michael Anello claimed Mariah humiliated him and his colleagues by referring to him to them as members of the hate groups. He also said that Mariah wanted to be surrounded with black guys, not white people. Anello lawyer has prepared a draft of a lawsuit claiming his company worked for Mariah from June 2015 to May 2017 and was never paid the balance, which amounted to 221000 according to TMZ. Additionally, Anello claimed he was promised another two years, which would add 511000 to the total. The draft lawsuit also accused Carrie of sexual harassment, claiming she committed sexual acts with the intent that they be viewed by Anello. He claims during a trip to Cabo St. Lucas that Mariah asked him to come to her room to move some luggage, and when he got there, she was wearing a see-through negligee that was open. 
He said he tried leaving, but she insisted that he move the luggage. He says he left the room and there was no physical contact. Mariah Camps tell TMZ they were in contact with Anello lawyer Monday and agreed to pay certain invoices, but Anello is reportedly not satisfied with the amount. Mariah people have no information on the sexual harassment claim, which TMZ reports, and Anello lawyer says that the lawsuit is now on hold, presumably because they are in settlement negotiations. And speaking of Mariah Carey, she if you've seen her lately, she did like some kind of dramatic weight loss, and it's reportedly coming from gastric sleeve surgery. The singer got the surgery six weeks ago because she felt extremely insecure about her weight. She also showed off her new figure in a tight black dress last week at her hand and footprint ceremony at the TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood. Last year, Carrie credited her Mariah World weight loss to a diet of Norwegian salmon and capers. And turn out that there's no truth to Tyree's claim that Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith said they would give him $5 million to help pay for his mounting legal bees in his custody case. According to TMZ, sources close to the couple said that they did not give Tyrese any money at all. The Fast and Furious star posted last Sunday that the dynamic duo promised him the money in return for, help, for him staying off social media regarding his trial. Tyrese wrote, quote, you guys asked me to get off and stay off the Internet now that my daughter's legal fees will be paid. I will listen, unquote. Will and Jada, who friendship with Tyrese go way back, are reportedly extremely worried that he's having a mental breakdown. Now, if you guys don't know the story, uh, last week Tyrese had posted on social media crying, uh, the whole bit talking about how he might be losing his daughter Shayla from his uh, first marriage and how he has to pay all this money in child support, about 13000 a month, and he's screaming and crying and saying, you know, what does he hope his ex-wife is happy, putting him, going, putting him through this, and how he might not he hadn't seen his daughter in a while and have and you know he that she's bleeding him dry and you know also Tyrese was also upset a week or two before that because Dwayne the Rock Johnson just got a spinoff for his character in the Fast and Furious franchise and Tyrese was a little upset because that had pushed the next installment back another year and so Tyrese felt that the Rock was messing with his money. So now his whole thing about this uh, custody battle with his daughter, and it all stemmed from, you know, he had uh, beat his daughter, and he beat her so bad that she allegedly couldn't sit down, and the wife, his ex-wife, was saying that he's a harm, he's harmful to his daughter, he was harmful to her, so it's a big mess. So... um but the next day, after he made that video with him crying all over the place, he said he told his fans that he was fine. But, you know, you know, I don't like to see a grown man cry, and it was looking really pathetic. And that's why people was calling him uh, Cry Reese. And he was saying that you know, a couple of days ago that the Will and Jada Smith was had gave him this money, and he even posted on social media, he had posted a picture of him holding his 
phone with saying actress it had actress Jada Pickett Smith's name across his phone. So, you know, I can just you know Tyrese is there's something going on with him. People are saying that he might need to get off. He has to get off social media, and he might need to try to try to figure himself out before you know because he won't be any good to his current wife. And I also heard that his new wife is also pregnant with the, with his second child. So we'll see what happens. Right now we have uh, 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture, and occasionally some celebrity interviews. If you are listening to the first time, welcome. Uh, That's Entertainment has been on BTR for about about eight years coming up next year. So uh, if you've been there from the very beginning, thank you. Thank you for your support. And uh, if you want to listen to more of the show or you miss shows, you can always go back to the archives. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And make sure you like our Facebook page. Our fan page, just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment dot radio. Now, Broadway buzziest show is heading to Puerto Rico. Lin-Manuel Miranda is bringing Hamilton there in early 2019 for a three-week run during which he will reprise his leading role of the founding father's Alexander Hamilton. Now, it's a dream come true for Miranda, who has deep, family roots to the island to bring the wildly popular musical to the island which suffered horrific damage in September from Hurricane Maria. The performances will take place from January 8th to the 27th, 2019 at Teatro UPR, which is a perhaps Puerto Rico's most famous theater. The venue sustained considerably damage in the hurricane but is slated to be repaired in time for the Hamilton shows. The announcement comes days after Miranda, who was born here in New York City, revealed that the nonprofit organization founded by his father, the Hispanic Federation, was donating $2.5 million to various charities to help Puerto Rico in the aftermath of the devastating storm. Hamilton remains the hottest ticket on Broadway nearly three years after its January 2015 premiere. Miranda starred in the final Broadway performance of Hamilton in July of 2016. Miranda has been vocal in his support of helping Puerto Rico recover after Maria and made headlines in September when he tweeted President Trump was going straight to hell after he criticized Puerto Rican officials. And amid increasing backlash and calls for boycott, the Walt Disney Company has backed off an earlier ban it had in, in uh, instituted against the Los Angeles Times, and this is according to the Hollywood Reporter. The studio is still in its feelings about what is considered a biased story critical of taxpayer money going to Disneyland in Anaheim, but it has now done away with the directive that had barred L.A. Times reporters from Disney movie screening. Disney said in a statement on Tuesday, quote, we have productive discussions with the newly installed leadership at the Los Angeles Times regarding our specific concern, and as a result, we agree to restore access to advanced screenings for their film critics, unquote. 
Disney reversal of strategy come as journalists and filmmakers express their solidarity with the L.A. Times. Several reporters, for example, have said they refrain from reviewing Disney movies for as long as Disney boycott is in place, a development that prompts its a Wrinkle in Time director, Ava DuVernay, to tweet, quote, saluting the film journalists standing up for one another, standing with you, unquote. Also, the New York Film Critics Circle, National Society of Film Critics, Los Angeles Film Critics Association, and Boston Society of Film Critics issue a joint statement saying that Disney responds to a story in the L.A. Times that it did not like should gravely concern all who believe in the importance of a free press artists included. And uh, it's funny because uh, we, just a couple of weeks ago, we had actress Akima, Akimi Look, who, she's an Asian actress, and she's going to be one of the co-stars in A Wrinkle in Time. We, she, we was talking about the movie. Uh, if you want to check out that interview, just go back into the archives and look up actress Akimi Look. Empire is taking a production break to work on the final eight episodes of the current fourth season, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The break will begin today, and once filming has completed on episode 409 and is expected to last somewhere between two and three weeks, according to THR, the hiatus will give writers time to catch up and plot out the back half of the season, beginning with episode 410. Luckily for fans, the break won't impact the show on air schedule. Empire usually take mid-season breaks that last several months after the fall finale. Season four fall finale is expected to air sometime in December. While ratings have dipped from the show breakout first season, Empire continued to rank as the network top drama. This current season is also Empire's first airing uh, as being on an hour early at 8 p.m., on Wednesday when it served as a lead-in to Lee Daniels' other music drama, Star. And Jason Momoa recently confirmed that he and actress Lisa Bonet were indeed married in a secret wedding last month. He also revealed that the news was supposed to remain a secret. Momoa and Bonet have been together since 2005 and shared daughter Lola and son Nakawa, uh, who is uh, eight years old and Lola who's ten. Now, folks thought the couple were already married for at least a decade ago. I know I thought they were, but the two actually made it legal in October, obtaining a marriage license on October 2nd and holding a ceremony at the Topanga, California home a week later. Now, as his favorite moment of the wedding, the Justice League actor would only say, Quote, you know what? I've been married to my wife for 12 years. It's just gathering of our family and celebrating our love, unquote. How nice. And I believe uh, the Justice League is supposed to be uh, released next Friday. You know, uh, Jason Momoa plays Aquaman in the uh, franchise. Lorraine's Tate and Erica Ash will host the 2018 Bounce Trumpet Awards, an exciting night of inspiration, history, and crowd-rousing performances celebrating African-American achievement and contribution. The gala black tie ceremony will be held at the Cobb Energy Performance Arts Center in Atlanta, Georgia, on Saturday, January 20, 2018, and will world and and the the world premiere nationwide nationwide. 
I'm sorry, it will premiere nationwide on Bounce on Sunday, for February 11 at 9 p.m. Eastern. Now, Bounce is the fastest-growing African-American network on television, now exclusively owned, produced, and telecast. The Star Study event rebrand this year at as the Bounce Trumpet Awards. Honorees, performers, and presenters will be announced in the coming weeks. Just visit www.trumpetaward.com for more information. And Mariah Carey, the co who uh, co-wrote 17 of her 18 number one songs, is among the nominees revealed Monday for the 2018 Songwriter Hall of Fame. NWA, the Isley Brothers, Cool and the Gang, Tracy Chapman, Jimmy Cliff, Maurice Starr, and Jermaine Dupree also received nominations. The Associated Press revealed a day ahead of the, the official announcement. Carrie, who holds the record for notching the most number ones on Billboard of any artist, earned her first ever nomination for the Hall of Fame. Songwriters are eligible for induction after writing hit songs for at least 20 years. Pioneer rap group NWA also earned its first nomination months after Jay-Z became the first rapper inducted into the organization as part of its 2017 class. Other performing nominees for the 2018 class include John Mellencamp, Alice Cooper, Chrissy Hind, Alan Jackson, Tom Waits, and Tom T. Hall. Six songwriters or songwriting groups will be officially inducted at a gala in New York on June 14. Eligible members can vote for three non-performing songwriters and three performing songwriters until December 17. And uh, the walls may be closing in on Harvey Weinstein. Manhattan DA Sice Vance Jr. is preparing a criminal case against the embattled movie mogul to present to a grand jury. Days after the NYPD announced that detectives were gathering evidence against Weinstein for a possible rape charge, Vance is making plans to present a case as early as next week and seek an indictment against the falling Hollywood honcho. Chief of Detective Robert Boyce said Friday that investigators have interviewed Boardwalk Empire actress Paz de la Herta, who called police on October 26th. Boyce said detectives found the story to be credible and corroborated with several details of her account. Last week, De La Herta told CBS News she was first raped in October of 2010 after Weinstein gave her a ride home from a party. She said Weinstein insists on having a drink in her apartment where she said he forced himself on her. De La Herta said Weinstein raped her again two months later at her apartment. She said she had been drinking and was not in the condition to give consent. Boy said De La Herta was able to articulate each and every minute of the crime where she was, where they met, where this happened, and what he did. And De La Herta lawyer Aaron Phillips said he has not been informed by prosecutors about a grand jury presentation next week, but said he would not be surprised because Vance's office had just received new evidence that they were will, that, that they were waiting for. Wow, it's just getting worse and worse for Harvey Weinstein. Right now we have here uh, 28, 20, well, yeah, 28 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to, speaking of uh, these uh, allegations of these Hollywood honchos uh, doing sexual assault to all these women in Hollywood and actresses, well, uh, coming up after the, uh, in the next half hour, uh 
we're going to be talking about Kevin Spacey. If you guys haven't heard, Kevin Spacey will no longer be a part of the House of Cards. He's been cut off. Uh, and he's, I mean, you think Harvey Weinstein is bad. Kevin Spacey has a long list of accusers just as well. That's going to be coming up. Also, um, uh Speaking of, since Kevin Spacey is no longer part of the presidential drama House of Cards, there's a petition going around urging that actor Kevin James should take his place. I'll tell you more about that. Also, uh, you, uh, if you guys remember, Dustin Hoffman was also accused, and a director who had worked with Dustin Hoffman on the movie Death of Selman, he's defending him saying because of what happened... Uh, as there a, a intern accused him of sexually assault, and um, I just I almost just fell off fell through the floor when I heard that now actor British actor Ed Westwick has now been accused of sexual assault. Um, you know him from playing Chuck on the hit uh, CW show Gossip Girl. Well, he's now being uh, claimed that uh, this actress by the name of. Uh, uh, Christina Cohen, she took the Facebook Monday night to accuse him of sexual assault. Terrible. All these stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
amid the Weinstein scandal, an old video resurfaced of Affleck apparently grabbing the breast of TRL host Hillary Burton during a 2003 appearance on the show, an action he has since apologized for. And in a story published Sunday, Affleck told the Associated Press he is looking at his own behavior and in addressing that he's making sure he's part of the solution. Affleck's brother, Casey, he just settled a pair of sexual harassment cases after a pair of female co-workers came and made accusation against him in 2010. And Netflix said that Friday night that Casey, uh, Kevin Spacey will no longer be a part of the House of Cards and is cutting all other ties with the actor after a series of allegations of sexual harassment and assault. Netflix said it will work with the show production company MRC to evaluate whether it will continue without him. The 58-year-old Spacey was nominated for Best Drama Actor Emmy Awards during each of the show's first five seasons, but he never won. He played a ruthless politician who ascended to the presidency of the United States. Co-star Robin Wright is also a central player on the show, and it could conceivably continue with a focus on her. Production on the show has already been suspended. Netflix says it also will refuse to release the film Gore, in which Spacey stars as the writer Gore Vidal and also acted as producer. CNN reported that eight current or former House of Cards workers claimed that Spacey made the production a toxic workplace and one ex-employee alleged that the actor sexually assaulted him. Spacey has not been arrested or charged with any crime. His publicist did not immediately return uh, an email late Friday night seeking uh, comment. A publicist said earlier this week that Spacey has taken the time necessary to seek evaluation and treatment. The Academy Award-winning actor became ensnared in Hollywood's fast-growing sexual harassment crisis after actor Anthony Rapp alleged Spacey made sexual advances toward him in 1986 when Rapp was 14. Spacey had said he doesn't remember the alleged encounter reported by BuzzFeed News last weekend but apologized if such drunken behavior occurred. Now, the story spun several others to come forward with similar allegations about Spacey. London police are reporting, uh, investigating Spacey for a 2008 sexual assault, and police did not identify Spacey by name but said that the Department of Child Abuse and Sexual Offenses Unit is investigating the report of assault after it was referred to police earlier this week. Now, Spacey is the latest high-profile Hollywood report, uh, figure, actually, to lose work and stand in a wave that began when dozens of sexual harassment allegations were reported last month against film mogul Harvey Weinstein. So everybody is coming out of the woodworks. And uh, also, Kevin Spacey will no longer be part of an upcoming CBS special. The actor was originally scheduled to join a 50th anniversary special for the Carol Burnett show, but has been cut from the production after more than a dozen accusations of the sexual harassment and assault. Now, Spacey had recorded a song and dance number with Burnett, ben, uh, Bernadette Peters, and Kristen Chenoweth. This is according to Variety. Now, since Anthony Rapp's initial allegation, Netflix has cut ties again with Spacey on both House of Cards and Gore. Now, his movie All the Money in the World was also pulled from its AFI Fest debut. Wow. And uh, 
forget being the king of queens. You know, fans want to see Kevin James as the on-screen leader of the free world. More than 27,000 people had signed a Change.org petition urging James to replace Kevin Spacey on the presidential drama House of Cards after Netflix cut ties with the show Scandal Plague Star. The petition has been active for five days, was started by a user named Robbie Pima, who is currently seeking 35,000 online signatures. It's unclear what made the petition found to think of James, who is best known for his comedic performance as every man-type character in The King of Queens, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, and his new CBS show, Kevin Can Wait. But many seem to agree with him as the petition has gained considerable traction in the past days, racking up over 25,000 signatures during that stretch. And, of course, it may be more difficult to convince James and the House of Cards decision-maker to buy in. Netflix announced it was parting ways with Spacey, again, after numerous men have came forward and making unwanted sexual advances toward them in the past. And uh, he right now he's currently seeking uh, he's currently seeking treatment and evaluation as well as a result of these allegations. And did you hear the latest? Uh, Richard Dreyfuss' son said that uh, when he and his he and uh, when his father and and Kevin Spacey were going over, they were doing a, a read. He said that he grabbed him under the table and he was a young man as well and he he was scared to say something and apparently he knew that he wasn't going to say anything but it's just getting bad and the director of uh, Death of a Salesman is defending Dustin Hoffman after the actor was accused of sexual harassing an intern on set Volker Skallendorf said in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter that Anna Graham Hunter, who was 17 when the movie filmed in 1985, has mischaracterized Hoffman's behavior. Hunter alleged to THR that Hoffman asked for a soft-boiled clitoris for breakfast, grabbed her buttocks, and asked female staffers to massage his feet. Now, the director said that that was a standard Monday morning question, and Apparently, this is what was going on. He said that he told the Hollywood Reporter that pointing out that Hoffman was a kidder on set and that he liked to do jokes. He was running a gag, and everybody laughed at it. You know, it was like when Monday morning came around, he would ask, you know, do you have, in other words, it was like his impression of saying, uh, do you have good sex over the weekend? That's that's what what he was trying to imply. But he was saying that he was a kidder, a joker, running gags all the time. He also said everyone on the set would give the Kramer versus Kramer star foot massages now and then. And as for the groping claim, uh, uh, Schallendorf said that he never witnessed anything. The German filmmaker alleged he was teasing the young, nervous interns mostly to make them feel included on the set, treating them as equal to all the senior technicians. And Skallendorf also claimed to remember Hunter saying she kept a diary of her time on set by mailing constant letters to her sister. He said that she she had her own playful way about herself, and if Dustin knew that she would be upset when he was teasing her, he wouldn't have done it. 
Now, Dustin Hoffman is now 80 years old. He issued a statement in the form of an apology after the accusation were made. He said, I have the utmost respect for women and feel terrible that anything I might have done could have put her in an uncomfortable situation. I am sorry it's not reflective of who I am, unquote. After Hunter came forward, another woman by the name of Wendy Rich Gastionis a screenwriter and producer of Genius described her own sexual harassment experience with Hoffman to Variety. She claimed that Hoffman had asked her if she ever had been intimate with a man over 40 during a pitch meeting as he pointed to his body. She also claimed he repeatedly asked her to join him at a nearby hotel and then left the room when she declined. And Corey Feldman he has gone to the police with his accusations of sexual assault. The 46-year-old actor who had promised to out a pedophilia ring in Hollywood said Monday that he completed a formal sit-down interview with LAPD and gave them all the info he knows. LAPD would not confirm to the Daily uh, to me. They wouldn't confirm to any of the media outlets that the meeting occurred. Now, last week, Feldman claimed on Dr. Oz that the former assistant, John Grissom, who later had bit roles in uh, several movies, molested him in the 80s. Feldman also accused manager Marty Weiss of abusing him. The child actor recently announced that he's launching a $10 million fundraising campaign for a feature film to out the other members of the pedophilia ring and Indiegogo page for the movie has raised more than $200,000 so far. And now, when I heard this, I almost fell through the floor. Now, Gossip Girl star Ed Westwick shot down claims put forward money that he sexually assaulted and raped an actor at his home three years ago. Christina Cohen, 27, took to Facebook Monday night to accuse the British actor of digitally penetrating her at his home despite her request for him to stop and of raping her that same day. Westwick denied Cohen's allegation on Tuesday on Twitter and said he does not know her and has never engaged in sexual misconduct. The source said that the report was made at the Hollywood station at 3 p.m. with Westwick as the alleged assailant. In her lengthy note, Cohen, who credits to include the TV series Ladies Like Us, claimed she was dating an unidentified producer at the time who was friends with Westwick and, then, and that when the group first met up at the actor's house, he suggested they have sex. She claimed that despite wanting to leave due to the uncontrollable situation, she and the producer stuck around, and Westwick suggested she take a nap in his guest bedroom, and she had said she was tired. Cohen claimed that the guest room is where he pounced. Now, Cohen said she told her producer boyfriend at the, about the incident, but that he brushed it off and placed the blame on her, calling her an active participant. He also warned her of the repercussions she faced if she were to come forward. Now, Cohen says she was scared as hell to share her story publicly, but was inspired to come forward in the wake of the hundreds of sexual assault allegations that have been made public in recent months against industry figures like Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, and, and Brett Ratner. Westwick currently stars in the BBC comedy White Gold. Unbelievable. 
Britney Spears' new venture into professional artists is already a wild success. The 35-year-old singer sold a floral watercolor painting to former lifestyle of the rich and famous host Robin Leach for $10,000 at an auction Monday. All the proceeds from the auction went to Vegas Cares, which is raising money to commission an art piece in memory of the Las Vegas massacre victims. Spears first showed off the, the painting in October in an Instagram video backed by Mozart Rondo Alaturka. The singer appeared to be outside on the patio of her California mansion dressed in a paint-splattered shirt, white short, and matching top. On Saturday, Spears was on hand for the grand opening of the Nevada Childhood Cancer Foundation, Britney Spears Campus, for which she began fundraising in 2014. Uh, right now we have here uh, 11 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and I'll be back with the, the rest of the most talked about stories of the week, so don't go anywhere. You think I'm lying a bit? 
listening to That's Entertainment with my homegirl Tammy Jones Gibbs on Blog Talk Radio. Right now we have eight minutes left remaining in the show. That was Sean Mendes and did nothing holding me back. And now for the last remaining stories for the week, uh, Veronica Mars actor Brad Bufanda had uh, uh, a had written and sent a letter to those close to him before committing suicide. Bufanda family members and friends received letter in the mail on Thursday, just one day after he took his own life by jumping off of a building in Los Angeles. It's unclear if the 34-year-old actor described his intentions in any of the letters, but he did thank one of the recipients for all they have done, and this is according to the gossip site. Uh, TMZ. He also left a note at the scene of his suicide. In addition to sending letters, Bufanda also sent his rep a MacBook laptop as an insider joke, knowing his rep was more of a PC fan. His manager, Kristen Solom, said in a statement after his death that Bufanda was just reviving his career and that they are shocked and saddened by his passing. The L.A. Bree actor was best known for his role on Veronica Mars as a recurring character, Felix Toombs. He had just wrapped on the on the film Stand the Man and had recently auditioned for Avatar 2, Black Jesus, and I, Zombie, according to TMZ. His recent work left family and friends shocked by his suicide, who had said that he showed no signs of distress. And Diddy almost did it again. Sean Combs, who currently goes by Diddy and previously went by Puff Daddy, Puffy, and P. Diddy, clarified that he was only joking when he announced over the weekend that he would be changing his name once again. Diddy had uploaded another video to Twitter on Saturday where he said flat out he decided to change his name again, this time to Love, a.k.a. Brother Love. He said due to the overwhelming response from the media out there, it was just due to there not wanting to be any confusion, and he said that he was only joking. He said he didn't change his name. It was just part of his alter ego, and one of his alter egos is love. Now, Combs, who's 48, was laughing in the video where he said he wanted to set things straight because he's doing press in the upcoming weeks. He also added that people are welcome to call him by any of his former names, but if you still want to call him Love, you can call him Love Baby, he said, but uh, he was only playing. And Oscar-winning actor Tom Hanks played a starring role in a couple engagement over the weekend by helping a man pop the question. The Forrest Gump star was taking part in a Q&A portion of the Texas Book Festival in Austin on Saturday when he he said it was time for him to ask a question of his own. He then pulled out a slip of paper and said, and said an audience member by the name of Ryan McFarlane had submitted a question directed to a woman by the name of Nikki Young. The paper read, Nikki, will you marry me? McFarlane then dropped one knee and promised to Young, who was moved to tears by the proposal. Photos of the moment were later shared by Twitter by the Texas Book Festival. Young said yes, and the couple joined Hank in the front of the room where they hugged the castaway actor. Hank also gave his best wishes to the future bride and groom. Hanks, who attended the festival to discuss his book, Uncommon Type, some stories which came out on October 17. The book is comprised of 17 stories about different characters, with each having something to do with a typewriter. And it may be uh, time to head back to Middle Earth. Amazon Studios is reportedly in very early talks to develop a television series based on J.R.R. Tolkien's epic fantasy saga, The Lord of the Rings. 
Variety report that Warner Bros. and the late British author Estate are currently shopping a series based on the popular set of novels and that Amazon had pulled ahead with CEO Jeff Benzo's personal involvement. It's no wonder the company would want to scoop up the classic tale of the Shry Adventure Hobbits, the trilogy film Aventation by Peter Jackson, distributed by Warner Brothers New Line Cinema, where massive box office and critical successes. The New Zealand director helmed three Lord of the Rings films, which have ranked in more than $1 billion. The final film, The Return of the King, was released in 2003 and won 11 Oscars, including Best Picture. The news come amid a series of changeover at Amazon, kicked started by the resignation of studio head Roy Price, who stepped down last month after being accused of sexually uh, harassment. Now, according to Deadline, the price tag for the rights to the project comes in at a whopping 200 to $250 million. And Jimmy Fallon is taking time away from the camera after his mother's death. NBC has canceled taping of the Tonight Show for the week, for this whole week, from November 6th to the 10th, following the death of Gloria Fallon, who died Saturday at a Manhattan hospital. Uh, Fallon said in a statement to Us Weekly, quote, Today I lost my biggest fan. The late night show host canceled Friday night episode to be with his mother at NYU Lagone Medical Center. Fallon didn't speak about his mother often, but described her as a total square in a 2004 New York Magazine article. NBC also sent well wishes to Fallon. And uh, Marilyn Manson uh, welded a fake semi-automatic rifle during a performance in San Bernardino, California on Sunday, less than two years after a horrific terror attack occurred in the city. The artists whose shock value antics have regularly garnered attention over the years showcased the fake weapon as he sang his song, We Know Where the Effin' Live, pointing the prop towards the crowd as he sang from a microphone attached to the rifle. Video is... uh, you can see it attained by TMZ where he sh- it's, they show it. The sound of gunfire was simulated by the drumming pounding, uh, pounding on his instrument, and the weapon was clearly not real, and the overall audience wasn't offended by the stunt, according to the town local newspaper, the San Bernardino Sun. But some people did find the gimmick to be lame, and Manson defended the, the act of theater about how easy it is to access semi-automatic weapons in a statement to TMZ and said he felt sorry for anyone affected by real guns. The gossip site also claimed that Manson gave the San Bernardino Sheriff's Department notice of the stunt so that security at the venue would not be alarmed. A total of 14 people were killed and 22 more were injured during a December 2015 mass shooting at the Southern California City Inland Regional Center, which was carried out by a married couple that was ultimately killed in a shootout with police. Manson performance came mere hours after Sunday tragic mass shooting in Sutherland Springs, Texas, where at least 26 people ranging in age from 18 months to 77 were killed when a shooter opened fire at the First Baptist Church. Manson, who was dressed as a hospital patient as he held the gun on stage, sitting in a wheelchair as he performed, he broke his leg last month during another performance when a gun prop fell onto it. His performance Sunday was part of a Not Fest music festival, which also featured a set by Rob Zombie, among others. And Elton John, he returned to Broadway 
to the Broadway stage Sunday night for a surprise performance of Circle of Life to be capped off the Lion King's 20th anniversary show. John joined the cast of the long-running production on stage at the Minskoff Theater after the curtain call where they helped him out with the background vocals. The, leg- the legendary pianist co-wrote the music for the 1994 Disney animated classic, which got the Broadway treatment three years later. Since the premiere, the stage adaptation of The Lion King has been seen by more than 90 million people and expired 24 global productions worldwide. Meanwhile, the film will get new life in 2019 as, as John Favreau is currently working on bringing it back to the big screen with a live-action version. The newly announced cast list include Beyonce as Nola, Donald Glover as Simba, and James Earl Jones reprising his role as Mufasa. And Kanye West is uh, coming back harder, better, faster, and stronger one year after his mental breakdown forced him to cancel his St. Pablo tour. The rapper returned to the stage Saturday night for the first time since November 2016, joining uh, Kid uh, Cuddy for a surprise rendition of Father Stretch My Hands Part 1. The pair performed the Life of Pablo track in West Hometown of Chicago at the Aragon Ballroom as part of uh, Cuddy's passion Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying Tour. Wes appeared happy and healthy and smiled on stage as he took in the crowd's overwhelming positive reaction. The famous rapper canceled his St. Pablo tour in November 2016 after a series of mid-concert rants and erratic behavior got him placed under psychiatric evaluation at UCLA Medical Center. The rapper stayed in the hospital for more than a week to deal with depression, paranoia, and exhaustion. Since then, he largely remained out of the spotlight with reports indicating he was hard at work on new music in Wyoming in early May. He is also currently expecting his third child via surrogate with wife Kim Kardashian. With, uh, West's decision to return to the stage with Kid uh, Cuddy, whose real name is Scott Miscuddy, comes as no surprise that the two had long been collaborators since Cuddy signed to West's music label as his protege in 2008. Cuddy has appeared on at least one track off of West's last four albums, and following a brief Twitter spat, West called Cuddy the most influential artist of the past 10 years in September of 2016. And rapper Fetty Watt was arrested early Friday for drag racing on a Brooklyn highway while drunk. The 26-year-old entertainer, whose real name is Willie Maxwell, was spotted racing 29-year-old Zane Richard on the Manhattan-bound side of the Gowan Expressway near the Hamilton Avenue exit um, about 1.20 in the morning. An NYPD dash cam recorded the My Way rapper darting in and out of traffic at 105 miles per hour in his girlfriend's 2012 Mercedes Sports car. And Richards, who was driving a 2006 Impala, was allegedly going just as fast. Now, when cops pulled Fetty uh, uh, Wap over, he handed them a suspended New Jersey driver's license and scored a uh, .09% on the breathalyzer test, landing just over the legal limit of 0.8. Now, uh, and and now uh, the Billboard. Music Award winner told investigation he left the club in New Jersey and was on his way to another night spot in Brooklyn when he was stopped. He also admitted to having two shots of Hennessy Cognac before getting behind the wheel. And cops charged him with reckless endangerment, drunk driving, aggravated, unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle, 
illegally changing lanes and for drag racing, and Richards was also intoxicated and hit with similar charges. Now, 50 Watt released without he was released without bail during a brief arraignment in Brooklyn Criminal Court Friday evening, and the judge also warned him that he was not allowed to drive in New York until the case was over, but 50 Watt took the wrist slap in stride. He claimed that the road was clear and he and Richard raced. The rapper who had amassed an $8 million fortune since the debuting in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart in 2015 lost his left eye to congenital glaucoma when he was a child. He is best known for his rap single, Trap Queen, which hit number two on the Billboard charts. Wow. Well, uh, it is 2 p.m. here on the East Coast. I'd like to thank you guys for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Join me next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.